What's good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, man? Not much, man. Uh, real quick, I want to give a quick shout out to anybody that's followed us in the past two or three days. Um, I, th- I don't know. I, I know it's small, but just having like four or five followers kind of come in randomly throughout the week is really cool, really big. Yeah. Um, when I check our like analytics and stuff, like I see uh not just in florida people downloading our shit but like people in georgia and the midwest and you got people in the north like they're downloading our stuff people in fucking europe that i don't you know what i'm saying like people just like all across the country are like downloading the stuff and i think it's really cool so that's sick um if you're listening to us right now and you're like a new follower uh go follow uh our instagram we're not as active on i know like i post here and there when like, we got new episodes up or new clips yeah. but um, I'm way more active on Twitter, and I really appreciate if you guys give me a follow there. It's at Nost N O S T plus Ultra. I couldn't fit it. I couldn't fit Nostalgia plus Ultra all in the at name, but my name on Twitter is Nostalgia plus Ultra. Look for the Black U G Avi, um, and so you're that's that's basically your your best bet. Um, I love to talk with people on there too and have like good interactions. So uh, please follow and also follow uh, Zoe at Andre Alonjo seventeen. Um, I think you're, what's, what's your name on Twitter now? Zony PlayStation 5? Yep. Yep, yep. Probably your best one if we're keeping it a bean. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> all right, today, so uh, the new season of anime is starting up. I know by the time this goes out, uh, AOT, uh, Attack on Titan, their first episode drops like in an hour. Hi. So we're, trying to, <laughs> we're trying to record this before uh, the episode drops officially. I don't even think I'm going to be able to fucking... Um, like watch it right when it drops because I know Funimation and Crunchyroll are gonna fucking crash, like they did last time. I'm I'm watching it tonight at a friend's house. Yeah, I dude i I heard the the new OP for it. Really, dude, dude, <laughs> dude. Hype. It's the dude. It's super hype. Like it's like some. It got like some metal aspects, some metal sure. rock aspects to it. Sure. Niggas is scream. Niggas is screaming on there, bro. Really. I'm, <laughs> Yes, dude. Yes. Holy shit. Yes, bro. I'm excited, man. Um, so like, I mean, so we can go right into that too. Like with AOT, with the first, with the new uh, part of the final season dropping. I kind of want to say I purposely didn't read the manga for it. I know I said this a couple episodes back, but sure, I purposely didn't read the manga for it because I just wanted to organically experience the ending. Yeah. Because man, I just see so many p- tweets about people like getting, like, like, oh my god, like, you guys are so hyped for this anime episode to come out. Just wait till you see the ending. I hope they change the ending. I hope it's an anime only ending. I oh, was geez. like, damn. The thing is, like, but I don't know. Like, I might have to if they do an anime only ending. I might have to go back and read it. Yeah, I mean that makes I, sense. I, I probably will end up reading it, like just going back and reading it anyway. Because sure, that's just how I am. But. Um, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm just super excited for it. So, um, I know like that was one of the big anime for you that you really like sp- sped run really. Like you binge all the way through it to get to this point now. So like, I are, watched how, it all last year. Yeah. I like, how excited are you? Okay. Well, I'll ask like, what, what are you most looking forward to in terms of just the new, like the final part? Bro, what happens literally right after the last episode? Fucking, they're all they all meet together, and then like 
the the fucking army comes in in the air and then it ends. Like, what the fuck is yeah. gonna happen right now? <laughs> I hope that. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna pick up like right when that happened. I hope yeah. they don't just like skip and forward or do some other shit. Like, like a flashback, right? Yeah, I hope they pick it up like right there. But um, one thing I'm looking forward to is just like how the characters get their final development. You know what I'm saying? I have I no just, idea just, where Aaron is gonna end up. I don't. I, I'm like, not even talking. Yeah, I'm not even talking about Aaron though. I'm talking about like Armin and everybody. Mikasa. Yeah, I'm talking about Armin and Mikasa specifically. You know, Mikasa. You know what fucking sucks? What? I kind of got something spoiled for me. Really? On, on TikTok. I'm not gonna say here. Yeah. But all I'm gonna like, I guess it's not too big of a spoiler because I don't know. When it happens, where it happens, right. what's going on. I just know that something happens. <laughs> so <laughs> vague way. So I think I think whenever whenever the action happens, I think I'm going to still be surprised. But still mm-hmm. something is spoiled right. for me. <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, like so. Like I was saying, I'm super excited to see how Mikasa kind of f- fleshes her character out, gets her character like arc finished. Yeah. Because okay, so I don't know if you saw on Twitter yesterday, uh, I was kind of talking with this one person. Uh, Cam. Oh, I, d- I did see I that. Know. I did see that. <clears throat> so if Cam, if you're listening, shout out to you for real. Uh, but she was basically talking about how she said Mikasa is the best like written female character in anime. And while one, I may not hold the same sentiment as her when it comes to Mikasa. Sure. Mikasa is one of my favorite characters. Um, and and here's my th- and she was kind of going off about how how like loyal she is, how strong she is as a person, and like all these things and stuff like that. And I and I wholeheartedly agree with everything she had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest issue though that I hated, I thought was so stupid, was why in the hell did they make uh, her loyalty a plot point like why would they why would the writer why would the writers of the of the show go hey actually mikas is genetically wired to be a ride or die for aaron why I did, would they do that i did find that a little odd i i i do agree that she is she's for sure more well written than like someone like sakura or ochako and shit like that yeah but like I did find that a little weird that it's like in her blood kind of. It's not because she herself is like raised that Loyal. way or Yeah, it's because like I guess they're trying to like allude to the point of like cuz she's an Ackerman so like the, yeah. she has Ackerman blood. But like it's still it is a little odd that it's like Something happened, and then you saw it in her eyes. She was like, like she had to stay yeah, I, loyal. Like it was, it was. It's like almost she's a robot or something. It was odd. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't like that. I just wish they would have just made her like loyal to her friends or loyal to Aaron, just as a part of her personality trait. Yeah. That was my whole thing. Like you, like it's fine. Like like when it, in that scene where I guess something was. I she said. I think Aaron said it to her, 
and about like the plot point about that yeah. about her being genetically wanted to be and then like somebody attacked Aaron and she jumped in out of nowhere and I was like Mikasa come on but come on <laughs> I was just about to say I was just about to are we gonna get into spoilers here I guess for like the last season that just happened I mean it's I feel like it's been out long enough exactly okay so uh, that you know scene <laughs> that scene specifically I was thinking about it it's uh uh Armin Armin tries to punch Aaron and then Aaron punches him and then and then Mikasa gets in the middle of it to like protect Aaron I do find it interesting that she knows like in her head she's like whoa 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 wait 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 what the fuck am I doing like I should so it is it's not that she's like blindly like okay I'm with Aaron now no like she she does have an internal uh fight an internal monologue like holy sh- like what the fuck like so i think that is interesting right. it's just a little weird it should have been more like damn it's like it should have been a little more natural i think but still yeah, I, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not terrible it's not terrible yeah because then it gets into territory where it's like oh this character's this woman character is is uh basically developed but through the actions of another man and i think that's fucking trash I think it's actually yeah. garbage. I think it's stupid. Like with when you said you mentioned um, Ochako, right? Oh my god. Her her character de- or her character development. I'll put that in air quotes for people that are listening on audio. Her character development is basically her watching Deku. Like her All like her character development and how how much she improves as a character, even though there's not much improvement because she's written fucking terribly. Uh, is basically through like watching Deku struggle, go through his ups and downs and stuff. It's like no, like you need to have your own, I guess, input. Same the only time, the only time Ochako ever did something for herself is when she lost against Bakugo. Right, and that was a great episode. Yes, it was. And it was a great she, fucking episode. She thought herself. She's like, okay, you know what? I need to train with Gunhead. I need to do martial arts and shit like that. Every other time, she's like. Deku is so inspiring. Like, it's all the time. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. But, yeah, yeah again, we eventually will have an episode about women women characters in anime. I, ge- I genuinely want to talk about that because it's something that, like, definitely interests me. Yeah, I was about um, to say, in, in, in a, uh, a place, I, I can't think of a word, where, like, just women character aren't really written that well yeah mikasa is a change of pace even though she's not perfect she is i do think to an extent she is written well there are some right. weird stuff here and there i guess you know not everything's perfect but for the most part she's not a bad written character she's a good character i think and i think yeah the person you were talking to said she gets a lot of unwarranted hate which i do agree she does i do agree. she does she does i don't get that i and the reason why I would perceive, I, I don't know, people just, and also, like, the people that were arguing with her just didn't give any points. They were just like, nah, you're wrong. <laughs> and I was like, at least give some kind of an argument, please. That's, <laughs> most, that's most of anime slash video game Twitter. And just, like, really annoying, too, because it's, like, obviously, I don't know. It's, like, a, I don't know. It's a whole thing that I just really don't want to get into on this podcast. But, uh, but, like, I don't know. The only other the other woman character I think would be ahead of her would probably be Nobara. 
as far as shonen goes, as far as shonen goes, Nobara. Yeah, just but because it's been, it's only been one season so far. True, true. But her also development as a character, especially when you kind of look more, if, especially if you're reading more into the manga. And I'm I want to I don't want to get into manga spoilers, but as you get further into it and you kind of see her as a character, especially that last arc where it's not like she goes, she's looking at Yuji or looking at uh, Megumi going, oh my God, they're, they're getting better. I have to strive to be better. No, sure. it's like, okay, I'm the fucking shit and I'm, yeah. and I just, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be me. And I think that's so refreshing to see, like, she's just well-written without the help of another male in the show. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's just the best part. I like that even though she's, like, a pretty girl, like, she likes to go shopping and she likes clothes and shit, she's not overly sexualized. I don't think no, she's, she's not. sexualized, period, I've, uh, from what I've seen. She's just a badass. Yeah. Same thing with Maki. Maki's the same way. Yeah. Same thing. I guess the only sexualized character would be Maki's sister, but even then, it's not even over the top. Not even. I think the only I, I, I don't even think I think May is sexualized at all. The only person that is somewhat remotely like I guess sexualized as a woman in that show is May May. And she doesn't even like she didn't even have any kind of real any moments. Yeah. When the Shibi when the Shibia art comes when the Shibia art comes out, like you'll see it a little bit. But for the most part, like no woman characters are sexualized. I think it's, you know, pretty refreshing and then the women characters in Jujutsu Kaisen are just written pretty well. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm also I also excited to see what Armin does because, like, he, for as much as I love Armin, and I don't know if people are going to agree with this, he took a huge backseat in, the, in this, the, the previous part. He did, definitely. He took a huge backseat. He came out of the woodwork to destroy the city, and then the rest of the story was about Aaron and then Gabby and Falco. It was like about yeah, yeah. Armin and then you know Mika saw because of her old thing. Armin really was yeah. kind of in like the the back row for for that, yeah. that season. He he came back to get legitimate screen time. I wanted to get two pieced by Aaron, and I think that was kind of unfair to him. He got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> mm. He got like. I don't know. He got the the break speed off of him. I just <laughs> just to come back on screen just to get the break speed off. He got crazy. a but um he got a country fried uh, steak with a side of peas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. The wa- absolute wombo combo. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does because I just I just need a good conclusion for him because he was he was one of my favorite characters because he kind of embodies the audience watching in that situation. Yeah. Yep. Because especially early on too. Cause like Armin was like me as fuck. Cause I'm just like, people are dying all around you screaming. I'm scared as shit. I'm yeah. not about to be pissed off and like jumping into battle with a 70,000 foot flesh monster. I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding? That's not even remotely close. But, I mean, I'm excited to see what he does because I mean, he's one of my more favorite characters. Um, also, Levi. I was just, just I was kids. just about to say Levi. I don't know what the fuck's happening yeah. with that guy. Oh, yeah. I just hope he – I. you know what? What's funny is I, I know I said that I didn't read the manga on purpose. Mm-hmm. 
because I want to have a, a good I want to have a good reaction to the ending instead of just watching it and being underwhelmed or sad sure. again. Sure. Um, but Levi's like ending in the manga got spoiled for me like a few months back. Uh oh. And so yeah, but I mean, I, I probably I don't know like the huge uh, the the gist of it anymore. I just yeah. kind of remember like one panel. Yeah. So I hope that's not the real. I hope it's not the real ending. I hope it's just like something that happens. But yeah, it probably is Levi's ending. And if it's if it is what I think it is, I'm not gonna be happy. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be happy. But uh, but yeah. So by the time this by the time we get done recording, I'm about to go turn on uh, that uh, Crunchyroll. I hope it doesn't crash. I just hope it doesn't crash. That's my because they did it last because last season it crashed the year before that it crashed. As long as just, as long as you get to see it today, today tonight, you'll be fine. Yeah, I must. I might have to if if it crashes, I'm just gonna have to avoid Twitter and just not not like pay attention to any of that stuff. But sure. um, yeah. So I kind of want to get into um the new season, like the two show two shows that I started watching for the new season, including. Obviously, a show that was going on last season, but started up again with this one. So the first one I kind of want to get into is Orient. Mm -hmm. And I said, if you kind of went back to like the last episode, I talked about how I liked Orient because I read the manga a little bit of it. And I think it's a solid story. No, they don't do anything too different with how Shonen is written. Sure. Um, but uh, I, the characters are interesting. The kind of the, the world is somewhat interesting. The art style for the for the manga is phenomenal. It's just like really well detailed. And I said, I think I said I compared it to Shaman King in in the fact that like you might not need this crazy animation to have it be a good anime. Sure. And with Shaman King, so okay, so all that to say, the Orient was a letdown. 100%. I see the score on anime list and it's at a 6.3. It's a huge letdown. It's not that the so the animation not up to par. I'm just going to say that right now. The animation is not good. But that's not the biggest issue. It's the production of it and how like there's a difference. Like if if like Jujutsu Kaisen can have great animation, but if it's produced horribly with like the the direction, like how they do their cuts, how they do their shots, you know what okay. I'm saying? The shot composition, oh, okay. all that stuff. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can have great information, but if the shot composition, if the, if the production value is trashed, it doesn't make, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Part of the make, what makes Jujutsu Kaisen's fights great is like the way they set up the fights, like with the rotating camera and like how the, the shots are really quick and fast to the point. The production value for Orient is terrible. Damn. Like it's a lot of, it's, it's not there. It's not right at this one, but it's close. It's it's bordering on Record of Ragnarok levels of production. And Record of Ragnarok, Holy I don't know shit. if anybody ever watched that. Like that I've was heard basically of that was basically a PowerPoint presentation for like half of their fights. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it was just weird a lot. <laughs> it was just a PowerPoint presentation. It's not it's not PowerPoint presentation, but it's pretty damn close. Damn. It just I just don't. I just don't get it because it's you take a you take like the same. So it's the it's the creator of of Maggie. I don't know yeah. if you've watched that either, but the animation of that and like 
the visuals and production value of that is phenomenal. Even the manga for that is great. So you think with the pedigree of that writer, they'd produce something just as good, like for his like sequel uh, part. Oh and it's God. just it just doesn't hit. This studio did Initial D, fourth stage. Yeah. Monochrome Factor, Freezing, Freezing Specials. I'm looking at the stuff that they've done. They have a pretty decent pedigree. It's just, I don't know. It's just, oh, man. And I I was genuinely excited for this anime. Yeah, I know. We talked <laughs> about it like last week. I was genuinely excited. Though. Yeah, I was genuinely excited for it because I was like, oh, well, the, the, the concept of it is pretty cool. Um, th- there are certain things that I, I, that story-wise don't make sense to me. Like, how the heck are they in like this weird mining town version of Japan? But one of the main characters has a fucking motorcycle. I don't get that. Like, I was like, I, you know, it really doesn't make any sense. But, um, but man, I was like, I was super pissed because I was just like, <laughs> I was like, why, why would they do this? And, and you made it sound the, interesting too. It is interesting in in theory. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like when they're so I'll give you like an example of like this the bad production. So basically the there's a point where both the main characters are like fighting um, these monsters that are coming out of the woodwork, right? So the monsters don't really provide any like good shots of them like attacking. Like it's just really like them. It's like a still shot of them like getting mad. Oh, geez. And then they'll cut to, like, one of the characters, like, slicing, like, cutting through them. But it's, like, it just it just goes, attack. And then, it's, and then the, the next shot is them, like, slicing through it. Instead of them, like, fighting it a little bit and, like, pulling off a cool move. Okay. There's one, there's one good shot in it that I think is super cool. And it's, so, like, one of the main characters has, like, a pickaxe, right? It's, like, a double-sided pickaxe. So, like, he goes... Basically, he treats it like a, a katana. So what he does is he plants it into the ground and acts like it's a sheath. And then, like, does the, uh, I don't even know, if it's an onigiri or something like that, where they, like, you know, they quickly unsheath an attack and then put the shit back in there. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? So he, yeah. he like, unsheaths it and it cuts this one monster in half. And that's, like, a, it was a cool shot. Sure. But that was the only cool shot of them fighting these monsters for the rest of the episode. I'm looking up a clip from YouTube. It's like, it's weird. Like they don't, I don't know, like the, the shot, the cuts are like in slow motion and like, like there's just random blood for some reason. It's just, oh man, I just, I'm a, I'm oh. a try. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, I'm looking at it now. This looks weird. Right? Yeah. I see what you're talking about now. It doesn't make yeah. It just it's a total letdown. So I'm gonna give it an I don't know, I'm gonna give it another try to see if it gets any better. But I don't really have my expectations went from decently high to on the floor. Oh my god! This video on YouTube, the creator of Magi is back. But and it says dot uh, Orient episode one dead on arrival. <laughs> oh no. DOA? Yeah. They got the DOA? That sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I don't know. My three episode rule may not come into play with this anime. Uh oh. 
is that, I mean, I don't know. It's like, a, I don't know. I, I kind of want to pose a question to, I guess, the people that people listening or watching sure. is, do you give an anime three episodes before you drop it? Or do you just drop it after episode one? Cause ah, like, Oh, I think, I think it's unfair if you drop it after one episode. You think so? Yeah. Like every, every episode I've, every episode, every anime I've watched, it's at least three episodes. I try to go five. Should I go five? Yeah. You're like, a bold man. Like, Promise Neverland season two, I got up to episode five. Wow. The fact that you went to you went five episodes with that, that's crazy. Combance will be dispatched was only three. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get past three. Yeah. You just hate that show. Yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, I definitely usually give it three, but this one might get, just depending on, if that second episode gets better... I'll give it the three episode rule, but if the second episode just doesn't hit, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it might be a dunzo for me. Um, Speaking okay, of so the of, second of, one of anime in wait, this season, of anime in yeah. this season before, I have really nothing to talk about. It's just interesting because yeah. I'm scrolling down uh, my anime list. Uh, Winter 2022. They're doing a Ninjala. Uh, anime. Do you know what Ninjala is? I've heard it. I it's don't a, think I... It's a game, and I know a lot of streamers played it. I think it was a Battle Royale, but it wasn't like shooting. It was like ninjas, and everyone had like different weapons and shit. It looked kind of fun. Apparently, there's an anime okay. now. Huh, For some reason, I, I looked at like the... I saw like the picture of it. I think somebody had tweeted about it, and I immediately thought like, is it from the same makers as Splatoon? It looks just like Splatoon. It really okay because I was, <laughs> but I was like, but it's not Nintendo, so. Oh, it's not. Okay, no. well, it does look like Splatoon though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really expect Nintendo to make any anime-related titles, so that makes sense. It looks very similar to Splatoon, though. <laughs> That's that was this whole thing, but um, what was I about to say? Oh yeah, so uh, second. The second one I kind of want to talk about though is Tokyo Twenty Fourth Ward. Oh, um, yeah, I think so. I before 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 I before we start recording, I know I had mentioned it to you. Um, that shows. I, I hope they keep. It, I hope they keep this level up for the rest of the season. Oh, okay. Because that first episode was was great. Was I was great. Have to watch it. It's um, so basically it, it has a lot of elements that are kind of coming together uh with the main characters and just the world in general that i hope they are able to like put together seamlessly and like have it all work together because you have these three you have these three like these three friends and all three of them are in different stages of like all in like different parts of their life after like a tragedy happened the year prior and now they have to work back together again to solve this mystery or whatever. But there's also a big thing about the use of technology in this, right? And how like technology, uh, like the use of AI could be dangerous to regular people's lives and shit. Like that's a whole, that's a plot. That's like a world building plot point. Then there's, then there's the whole fact that they have like a whole like psychopath level of technology ai where like tracking and like facial recognition and how like people they're trying to like prevent crimes before they happen and shit 
which is basically just the Sybil system from Psychopaths. Yeah. Um, so I hope they use all of these things they're introducing and actually like blend them together well. Oh, it's Mike. It, I don't want Cloverworks. Yeah, Cloverworks did it. Yeah. Wow, they're good. Yeah, they usually. I think I it could. I could be wrong, but I think Cloverworks is usually like the studio that makes a lot of anime original content. Um, so you, and usually with their anime original content, they usually hit. So I'm excited for this one. It's got some cool. It's got some cool designs, cool characters, some nice shot composition. They do this weird thing where if a character is kind of like off screen a little bit, they don't cut to that character's face. They just like put their face as like a like, like they like put a mat like a like a mat over it sure and like blur a little bit and then put their face up and then have them speak sure instead of just like cutting to that person which i think i guess that's like that's like the the vibe of the show and obviously it's episode one so like i'm not used to it yet it's just something that they're introducing it's new so i think i mean we'll we'll see how it works for the rest of the uh of the show though but i think it's like an interesting call and they got some cool some cool sakuga shots and I think are really cool, really dope, and I don't know. I think if they if they continue to hit, it's going to be one of the better uh, anime of that season, maybe cool. of the year. I don't know. Cool. Um, yeah, and then I continue to watch Ranking the Kings. You need to catch up. I got to catch on up. Ranking the Kings. I'm 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 about. It's good so far. Where I'm at, it's Dude. fucking good. Dude, I it like just, it. It just keep. It just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Um. Uh, yeah, it, you just all and it starts to get a little more. I think I texted you this last night. It's getting to the point now where it's in that made in abyss category where yeah, you told me where it looks cute but is actually kind of gruesome. Like I'm sitting at home and I'm just watching. I'm just like, what? What is going? Like I'm generally shocked at some of the stuff they be doing, and I'm just like, damn. Fucking. <laughs> uh, I knew from. What's it called? Uh, the second episode, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the second episode where uh, where King King uh, King Daiba sends his boy to kill the other guy. Yes. I, I once I saw that, I was like, okay, this show's on some shit. Yeah, no, like they, I definitely wasn't expecting him to, them to show like him getting killed like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was really super cool, but. Um, but yeah, it just, it just keeps on building and like they're introducing like the main, probably like the main, main antagonist of the, Ooh. of the show. Okay. Like, especially on the back end of that first core and into the, and into the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, into the second one. So I'm excited to see how they play off of that. But, um, but yeah, anything, any kind of, uh, I don't, I don't know if you're on like Mal or not, but any. Any new shows that you think about, you kind of want to like pick up and watch? Yeah, let me let me get back because I was looking through Clover Studio. They actually do a lot. They did the Persona Five stuff. Yeah. Um. We we also need to do that. We also need to do the video game stuff. Um, like we need to go through and look at all the video game, uh, video game, uh, anime, and figure out which one's the best. It's gonna be okay. Obviously, we're gonna figure out the best ones, but obviously. Arcane and Castlevania are going to be 1A and 1B. Sure. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely going to be a race for third place. But that is still coming down the pipeline because I just 
remembered I got to watch the Mortal Kombat ones. They have, like, yeah. two movies out on, on HBO Max. So yeah. uh, if you haven't seen those, please watch those. Those are super dope. Um, but you got you got anything? Uh, I'm looking down now. Uh, obviously, Ranking of Kings. Uh, I was hyped for Blade Runner Black Lotus, but it's bad. Did you watch it? It's It says Crunchyroll Originals, but it's on Toonami. And it's, it's like Toonami and Toonami and Crunchyroll collabed on the production. It's just boring. the The animation ha- it leaves much to be desired. Even because, dude, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, like I fucking love that movie. Like mm-hmm. that movie's so fucking good. It's one. It's my favorite movie by that director Denis Villeneuve or some shit like that. Yeah. But it's just so I was hyped for this, and it's just. Yeah, it's not that good. Um, I think Lu- I had, I don't know if I had mentioned that to you or not. What's up? Lupin the Third Part Six is coming out, or came out. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know it come out yet. What the fuck? I gotta watch that. You haven't watched it either. I need no. to. I, I love. On that I one love Lupin. I think he's, I, he's definitely a a cool it, character. It, he's cool. The show's funny. I like Lupin. Um. I'm looking through this love of kill looks interesting. Is that a is that a manga? Uh it says I can't manga, the source is a manga. Is it wait, 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 hold on, don't. Oh. Is that the one that's Oh, what is a okay. You're gonna have to help me. There is a I can read what it's about right now. Oh okay. Read it was about I think it's I think a movie, an American movie is based off of off of Love of Kill. Whoa. So read read off read off the uh, the silent the silent and stoic Chateau Dankworth is a bounty hunter. Her target, Sun Ryang Ha, a notorious killer known for killing eighteen high class officials in a single night. To this day, his murders remain swift, efficient, and bloody. However, Sun overpowers Chateau in their first encounter. He reveals his oh what the fuck. He reveals his own intentions. He too is after her, aiming for her heart. Holy shit! Okay, never mind. Because there's a, I've, I thought there was an, uh, a manga with the same with a with a name similar to that. That's. Do you remember that Tom Cruise movie where like he keeps dying on the battlefield and oh, coming back to life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is based off of a a, a, manga. a manga, and I don't, I can't, I could have sworn it was called. Uh, Love of Kill. I could have. I now I got to look that up because <laughs> I'm actually mad. We cannot gloss over the name of Chateau Dankworth. <laughs> Chateau Dankworth. That's a fire name. By that's the way. fucking insane. Oh, okay. I figured it out. It's not. It's not. Um, Love of Kill. It's all you need is kill. Is is what it's. Uh. Is what it is. All you need is kill. Okay. They only had 17 chapters, which I think, or at least there's only 17 chapters on, uh, on like this Shonen Jump app or whatever. But yeah, all, it's all you need is kill. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that what they're going to do? But and I would have got super excited. And obviously the last thing I'm hype about, uh, the rest of Demon Slayer. Yeah. So, so far, yep, so far it's, it's been super entertaining. Absolutely. I think it's uh, 
people are trying to, I don't know, there are people that I follow that are just trying to talk so much shit about Demon Slayer, and it's just like, bro, like, let people enjoy things. It's Demon a Slayer fun is a good show. One. It's a fun watch. Why are you so mad that it's getting as popular? Fucking, Why I, are you that mad? If you don't like Tengen, you're, you're a hater. You're a hater. Honestly, bro. I don't get that. People are like, oh, Demon Slayer's mid, 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 mid. Okay, we, please, okay, if anybody hears this, um, for 2022, we, for both, for both the music, for music Twitter and anime Twitter, get rid of the word mid, please. No one knows how to please. use it. No one knows how to use it. No one knows how to use it. It's called people, mid, like, it, think about it, context clues, middle, middle. Like, it's better than some stuff, not as good as other stuff. Right. People use the word mid as, as if it sucks. And it's just like, no. It's not what <laughs> it's it means. Just, it's like how people got, like, fucked up the word simp. Yeah. That, 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 I, that got annoying. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't have the platform to rant about this, but I'm going to rant about it now. Simp, stop using the word simp. Because you're using it wrong. 100%. <laughs> they're using it wrong. Good Lord. Oh my god. Just because just a guy I mean, is nice to a female doesn't mean he's a simp. It's exactly that's not even what the how Exa- the word originated or like the meaning of it from it's the, not what the it means. Literally it, it's it was used for a person that acts differently around a group of people or is acting super weird. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get around a bunch of so if, I, if we're out, right? with our friends and one of our, and these other guys start coming up to us or these, these women start coming up to us and our friends starts acting super weird. Like, like we don't even know who he is anymore. That's being a simp. Yeah. That's being a simp or just being like, or just being weird for no reason through the certain circumstances. That's what being a simp is. People equated simp to like women. Obviously you can be a simp when, when it comes to a, to a, to a woman, right? Like you could, you can act out a character that, and do things that aren't really your, yeah, mo sure that are detrimental to you and you can and that can make you a simp or whatever but like just saying oh i'm nice to this woman so i'm a simp that's fucking lame because <laughs> it's not used in the right way and anyone hearing this if you got offended by what taylor just said you are the simp exactly exactly if, i just oh. if the boot fits right if the boot fits literally okay so the problem is I, okay, one, I didn't have the platform to talk about this now. Uh, talk about this, so I'm doing it now because I need to get this on my chest. Because of the fact that I, I just, I don't know if I told you the story. When I used to work at uh, insert Catholic school here um, right. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a basketball coach, I all I was with a bunch of 15 year olds. This is like sure. in 20, 2019, 2020. So this is right before the pandemic. Yeah. Um. So I'm coaching these kids. We're in practice and they all start calling each other simp, yeah. right? And so granted, at the time, I'm 22. So like I'm, I'm 20, I'm t- I just turned 22. So I'm like with the, I'm with these, these kids and they're all 15. So we're all relative. I mean, obviously they're, I'm a lot older than them, but relatively in age, like there's not, there's not that much of a gap. So uh, they're like, oh, Coach Mills, Coach Mills, do you know what simp is? And I was like, yes, but y'all are using it wrong. And they're, they're looking at me like I was an idiot. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, like you guys are using it wrong. 
because they were like, oh, but so-and-so was doing this, 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 and this, and he was trying to talk to this girl, and, like, he was meeting her after after class, they were walking to class together. He's a simp. I was like, no, he's just being nice. And they're like, nah, coach, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, bro, what? Bro. It's, <laughs> like, are you serious? It's been a word in rap for, like, the longest time. Like. Dude. Yeah, it's lame. It, it's that, like fucking whenever gets a word gets popular online not even just twitter online in general people always misuse it like fucking i'm gonna feel weird for saying this because i'm not black but the way that fucking people use child fucking (laughs) pisses me off i'm gonna clip that because the way you just said it was so fucking funny dude i i Okay, I don't use it. Not even typing it. I know. Well, just like <laughs> when like a, a a white girl uses it, and it's like you're not like you're not using this correctly. Like you're this is just weird, dude. I know we're getting off on a huge tangent, but did you see? I don't know if you saw the this tweet. It's like a picture of some interaction. Where this guy was talking about, I don't know, he was talking about No Way Home or something like that. And he basically like said a regular sentence that anybody from honestly the South or like Atlanta would sure. totally get, okay. under, would uh, totally understand. These like two white women are like, does anybody know? Can anybody translate this for me? Because I have no idea what he's saying. The second lady was like, oh, I think it's some form of patois from Cre- like in, in Creole language. So <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> so she. <laughs> So she puts, she puts that sentence. I can't remember the exact sentence. She puts it in, uh, like a Creole, like a Patois, like translator, and sure. it, the same sentence pops up because there's no translation for it. Yeah, of because course. It's a regular, it's regular A A V E or just regular. I don't know, just re- a regular sentence that people would just talk about, like say online. And she was like, "I I can't figure it out. I don't know what he's saying." <laughs> I was like, "Bro." Okay. I was like, bro. Okay. I can't. As as a I'm Hispanic, but look at me. I'm white. As a fellow white man. <laughs> white people, we need to stay in our lane. Don't be talking about shit that you don't know shit about. Like facts. Who are you talking about? I think it's Patois. What? Come on. Yeah, no. If yeah, you don't no, know, bad. if you don't know what it is, keep scrolling. Don't interact. Just like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I just thought that was funny. Sorry. Okay. Back to the ranch. Okay. Um, speaking, it was funny. Speaking of mid, can you want you want to talk about DS forever? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's get into the music. <laughs> Let's get into the um, fire. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I'll let you start. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got up to Live in Wild, the eighth track, and then realized that there's 11 more songs to go and said, Nope, I'm not listening to this anymore. Crazy. I cannot. Crazy. And the thing is, when I listen to songs like that, I'll play. I'll play a game that like not a story mode game, something that, you know, doesn't need my attention so i'll, I'll play like yeah. tony hawk and just fucking yeah. like do uh, do free skate and shit like that 
and I usually I could get through an album even if I don't really enjoy it that much. It's like whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. playing, and then I was just like, I kept checking my phone, and I was like, this is a, like a different song. Like what? It was just boring. There was one out of the eight that I listened to. There was one song that I genuinely enjoyed, and it was thought I was playing with with Twenty One Savage. I, yeah, I think the the production is good. Mike Will made it is always good. But I just didn't want to continue. I I have I I know you you have an opinion on this. And I'll and I and I'll say something that backs it up when you say it. But I just I couldn't even listen to the song with Lil Baby. And I do and I'm a big Lil Baby fan. I just couldn't Yeah. Cuz I didn't want to skip from set from eight to eleven, and I was like, "I'm just gonna quit. I'm just gonna quit." <laughs> um, I listened to it three times through, and I there's a reason for that because I'm not a gonna fan. <clears throat> Never really have been. Okay. Most of the gonna songs that I've liked, he's either featured on or had other artists with him. Like, that's made the song good. I think he gets carried a lot by other artists. My thing is, I don't understand how how popular he is because a lot of his fans let a lot of shit slide. Uh, All the time. And it's actually kind of weird. Like, um, what did I, what did I write down? Okay. So yeah, it's boring. Uh, It's for what, for stars is boring. He's super low, low energy for the type of content. And like, lyric like not like lyrical level, but the matter the type of content he puts out and the subject matter he talks about, there's no reason why it should be that low energy. Like I'm just like when he talks about what he talks about, you would think it'd be a little more like hyped up, a little more bravado, a little more confidence. But it's just like, I don't know. I'm just I'm just get bored halfway through the song. You know what else is low energy? The way the what? songs are stylized, everything is lower caps, lower case. Yeah. Every song on, if you look at it on on Apple Music, it's all in lowercase. That's how bored he is. <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's just so many other artists out there that have certain content levels and certain vocal inflections and styles that need more shine. But you get somebody like Gunna, and I just don't I don't understand. So um, he gets a pass for just being super low energy and, and getting carried by a lot of more higher energy artists like Lil Baby, like G Herbo, 21 Savage. You can put 21 Savage on any fucking song and he's going to kill it. Bro, even 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 Thugger. Even Young Thug. Young Thug also, when, also getting to my second point. Yeah. The I am not... I'm not one of the people that's very like the lyrical, miracle, spiritual people. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge, I'm not, I, although I enjoy listening to people who have bars. Sure. And, with the yeah, double yeah, entendres yeah. and the nice word play and stuff like that. That's not the only thing I listen to. If yeah. you can just, if you just have good subject matter and form your words in a certain way that like gets the point across perfectly fine. Like I love little baby. He's not the most lyrical person ever but the way he delivers his lines and the way in which he says his shit like is appealing to me shit i so love with keep it 21 
Yeah. Same thing with 21. 21 doesn't have 21 has some pretty suspect lines sometimes. Sometimes. But I like his content more because of how he delivers the words. Yeah. It's not like it's just and some of them are not that bad. Like in the yeah. in, in within the wor- within the I wouldn't say genre, but in, within the sound that he's in and that group of people with that sound. Mm-hmm. He's one of the better rappers in that group. Yeah. Um but for Gunna, when you have words and if we clip this and put this on on socials, we're probably gonna have to bleep this out. Because, but when we, when I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just read the chorus go ahead, again. Go ahead, go I know ahead, we go I know ahead. we did it. I know we did, we tried to record this one time and it didn't work. But I'm gonna do it again. Go ahead, even go though ahead. I don't want to. Okay, so this is the chorus to Mop with Young Thug. Okay, Young Thug also says this line, by the way, and you'll see what line I'm talking about in a second. Okay, first line from chorus from Gunna. She said. Ain't no teeth on your cock. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. First off, <laughs> what? I like. I get what he's saying, but you didn't need to say it, right, bro? Okay. What, what's that? Steve, what's that Stephen A. clip? You're not wrong, but you didn't You're need to say it. Exactly. Okay. So there's that. Then I took the bitch out of her country. I dropped the bitch off in the south. Mop. <laughs> I I nutted all over her face, and now she looked like a cow. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking? Oh my god. Oh my. This that, is who y'all like. This is this is what y'all fuck with, bro. That line turned me into Kenny from South Park. Dude, what the. Oh my god, dude! I just I hate that. What was the last line? Let's go to Saint Tropez, mop this bitch about to sprint out the house, mop. And yeah, even oh even god. that that what you just said. It's like, sure, it's not a bad line, but it's not interesting. She run out the house, yeah. mop. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, and then Yug, Thug doesn't necessarily Thug doesn't have. Well, he does have some suspect lines, uh, but he also does really bad on mop. This one, this verse from him isn't that bad but it's just kind of he could do better kind of he could do better like uh his third his third verse a snake in the den my house has some snakes in the den she came with a coke body stance i came with a couple of twins i take care of her family and friends the travis they family and friends got the bowling ball and the pins she turned on that dick it's a spin yeah come on it's like and the thing is i will agree as a young thug fan and i've you know I'm a Young Thug fan. We've had discussions. Uh, I I would say what lies in his... Uh, what he's best at is, like, his inflection and his flow. Yeah, he's not lyrical, but when I listen to Young Thug, I'm not really looking for that. It's like, I just want to have fun. I want to, you know, flow. I want to bob my head a little in the car. Even right. on, Even on that song, I was just, like, with the overall feel of the song even with him i was bored like yeah and it's and it's so it's so weird because it's young thug produced by wheezy which is a fucking classic duo fuck i and i was like yeah like it 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 left to be desired yeah it's just i don't know the 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 lyrical substance again i don't i'm not looking for gunner or young thug even little baby 21 savage I'm not looking for them to provide bars. It's not what I'm looking for. 
I'm just looking for them to not have lines like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I nutted on her face. Now she's like a cow. Both both Gunna and Thug said that on this, like within two minutes of each other. They were for sure were high and thought it was funny. But dude, okay, my thing with that is that line in general, like the whole whatever on her face shit, sure. right? That is a part of people making jokes about that, like make lines about that and rap yeah, all the time. Yeah, it happens. Am I am I fan? Am I am I fan of those kind of lines? Absolutely not. My thing is though, the way in which some of these rappers like hide it within subtle, you know, subtle imagery, certain lines that may uh, insinuate that, but not just flat out say it. Like, I can kind of move past that. Right? Yeah. But for them, to just be like, yeah. I whatever all over her face. Now she looks like a cow. First off, come the fuck on. <laughs> it's not like I like I said. They thought it was funny. It's not funny. It's just like a it, you said a line, and now we have to exactly. live with it. It's out in the world. Exactly. And then you have so again so to kind of build off of the lyrical, the past people give him for for stupid ass lines. Poochie gown has the Freddie Gibbs. I don't even. I'm, even gonna, yeah. I'm not even gonna call it a Freddie Gibbs diss. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um. And that's a and that's a fucking. I don't like that song at all. Not even. Okay. The line for line for people that don't know, just to kind of put things into perspective. Um, Freddie Gibbs went on his I think Instagram and said some shit about like if you've ever been on Crime Stoppers, you can't rap. You can't talk about what you rap about, right? And you know, I mean, for some for two people that have no idea about that life in any way, shape, or form, sure. you know? I don't really have a stance on it, Yeah, right? me neither. So, but for people that do, that are that have been a part of that shit, like Gunna, probably, Freddie Gibbs, probably, probably. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a whole thing. So, apparently, he didn't say any names, he didn't say anybody specifically, but apparently Gunna was on Crime Stoppers at one point. So, uh... So for like I guess Gunna like took offense to that and was talking shit and basically he tweeted when his out when DS Forever drops uh, Freddie Gibbs will have the biggest uh, moment of his career right only to then in the song Poochie Gown say I can't fuck with Freddie Gibbs niggas telling fibs that's not even like. That's not even. It a, fucking sucks. That's not even a diss. It's not like. And and this and this goes into. Why I I think I said this before. He's like complacent. He has nothing to prove. He hyped it up like, <sighs> this is gonna be the biggest moment of Freddie Gibbs' career, bro. You didn't do anything. And you haven't been doing anything since Drip or Drown. And even Drip or Drown, I did not like so. Yeah, and the, and this, the thing is like, his 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 uh mixtapes, I genuinely liked him when he was like popping off, even yeah. though he's never had a good album cover. Even this one's kind of weird. This is his best <laughs> album cover, and it's not like great. But which one is it? The, oh, the, the DS Forever. DS for, yeah, DS Forever. Um, because his earlier mixtapes, he. F- was like trying to prove himself. He was trying to be like, yeah, I can make it in the rap game. I'm not. Now yeah. he's he's complacent. He's making all this money and all this shit. You know, like it's just, bro. I can't. Okay, so my thing with this though, also with the diss, just kind of going on this. He could have said, 
any other shit. Like, like I again, I'm not looking for Gunner to have bars, yeah. but at least do do something better than that. Like, does he not realize that that Freddie Gibbs just got in a physical altercation with Jim Jones not even two weeks ago? Bro. Like, you could have said some shit. You could have you could have lied and said that. Jim Jones did X, Y, Z to him or some yeah. shit. You could have lied. You could have just or clowned him for getting jumped or some shit. You could have said that. Bro, you could have said like, you could have said Freddie Gibbs is bald and it would have been better. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, bro. Like he he had so much ammunition just to just to rhyme his last name with Fibs. Gibbs and Fibs. Like we're in fifth grade. Nigga, who says Fibs anymore? Bro, Dr. Seuss headass. Dude, holy shit. Oh, my God. So, like, again, that's basically my my stance on Gunna in terms of yeah. his rating is uh, uh, I'm just going to turn to Killmonger. Is this your king? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just, geez. I'm genuinely confused as to, uh, like, why people genuinely like Gunna. I just don't get it. I listened to it three times. Three times all the way through. <laughs> Three times. There, but, there's gonna be better trap albums throughout the year. Like, yeah, it's not even. It's just, not even close. Yeah, nah. I'm just whatever. I I'm off of it. Yeah. I kind I want to get into the the real uh, gem of this weekend was Dawn FM from the Oof. weekend. Oof. I'll let you start. I'll let you start again. Fuck it. What, what did you What did you think about it? Yeah, I said this before. It's so crazy that we talked about him last week, and I was like, I'm hyped for whatever he puts out. And then the day after, he announces he's dropping an album that week, the same week, and he still hasn't missed. He he does At not. All. Dude, he's on his fucking shit. And what I love about him is that, like, for being a mainstream artist, he's still experimental. He's still conceptual he's still weird because like i don't know how many mainstream artists can can make a an album cover an old version of yourself and people still will listen to it with open ears like he yeah. do, he does he has weird concepts but people still fuck with it yeah because he's that's how like talented he is and and he's so creative and i'm just i'm glad he's still in the game you know yeah yeah, i feel you i feel you um i think you had said this earlier you were like you kind of compared a lot of the sound and the soundscapes and like the vibe of it to more daft punk type stuff yes i know daft punk is like your like it's your thing for real um but I don't know. I, I I definitely agree, and that's not like to say, oh, he's like stealing from Daft Punk. It's like, nah, he's he's found another neat niche to like f- to like put his music through, yeah. and to like find his little, another genre for himself, and he hits every single time. Like you take and one thing about the weekend that's not going to change though is the dark aspect of his music. Oh, never. But. Even still, so uh, so I'll kind of running through his like discography too. Like you get some like along the trilogy with House of Balloons, like it's very dark and gritty R and B, very uh, like emo type R and B, right? 
and you kind of you kind of you kind of transitions through that. He has Starboy, which is still kind of dark, but has more poppy songs yeah. in it. Yeah. And I and like, obviously the 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 title track Starboy is like his best is one is like his I guess the starred song on there. Yeah. Um, and that's dark, but it's not as dark as his other stuff, right? So, then you move into My Dear Melancholy, which is super dark. Again, severely underrated. I yeah. Think, I don't think enough people it. listen to that. It's very good. I don't think enough people listen to it. Yeah, people like I know. Obviously, the the song "Call My Name" is one, is like a is like a very good song on there that everybody listens to. But I don't think people really listen to the whole thing. No, I think it's really good. Um, and then you and then you kind of transition into After Hours, where he gets into that like, I think I said this to you earlier too. He has the he started like dipping his toe into the '80s synth, yeah. the '80s vibe, yeah, but really went full send on it for Don oh, FM. Hell yeah. And it worked perfectly. I think if he had gone full sand in the 80 cent for After Hours, it would have been a way better album. And and the concepts of the two albums mix very well because what I got from After Hours was like he he had been trying so hard to like get away from like drugs and like the dark part of his life. But but after hours was him like accepting it like i'm heartless i'm a heartless like it was him like fuck it drugs bitches money i'm in mm-hmm. it and now don fm is 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 a transition into the afterlife that's what the 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 concept of the album is so it's like and you could tell by by the album cover cuz he's old it's obviously him worrying about getting older because he's still yes. he's still part of this whole like like he does drugs and 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 he ha- he lives a dark life. He's not afraid to talk about it. But there are a lot of songs on this album like like out of time, best friends, is there someone else? Don't break my heart. You can tell he wants to settle down, but he can't. Yes. Yes. I think like he's I think I don't know the concept of like dying and like as you're like as you're ascending up like you're going through to actually get to heaven like a radio station's playing. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Super. <laughs> I was like, okay. Fucking Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is great as as I was just about to say that. The NPR guide to the afterlife. Exactly. He was so good. And then his like speech at the end was was really cool. Yeah. But he he definitely has that I don't know. He definitely fit that like purgatory vibe, where he's like, where he's like really creepy. Don't touch that dial. It's like, oh my! I, I genuinely got chills. The, that, that first, he says, "Don't touch that dial," because like the song says, "You are out of time." Yeah, I was like, "Damn, okay." <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I, I, one, two things that really give an album like more kudos in my book, like that kind of give albums more push. Two things. One is having a concept and actually hitting on the concept. And then the second is um, having an album where the songs flow together. Yeah. So, like, speak on the first one. So I'll kind of put a different, like, two albums uh, to perspective. So um, The Incredible True Story from Logic is one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah. Because of its concept, like the world building and how everything's – almost the songs flow together – and like you have skits that work, right? Yeah. But then he tries it again with 
um, what everybody. was that? What was the second? Everybody, right? Where he had like maybe roughly three skits. Yeah. Right, and like no other like extended parts of the universe and the concept in it. Like he had a couple of skits, but it was mostly just songs. And the very end of it had like the final part, but it just didn't really seem like the whole concept was well put together. Yeah, it, he he <clears throat> I, he he kind of missed out on it, and I think he uh. For that album, he it sounded like he just he wanted to make a song that like resonated with everyone. Obviously, with like one eight hundred, which is like you know, yeah. like I mean, I, it it served it served its purpose. But as a song, like I'm not gonna talk about what it did for yeah yeah, yeah. that group of people because it definitely it like I saw something today where like it definitely helped a large percentage of people. But as a song, as a song, it's like it didn't really like. Like he wasn't really focused on the concept, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. No, he yeah, he wasn't. Um, so like to bring it back full circle with Dawn FM is the intro. The intro had uh, had like the initial giving you what the concept is. Then you have songs that kind of fit the mold of that concept. That kind of dark gray, like you're ascending to heaven, getting you're in this dark place, getting closer to the light of death, right? Yeah. Then you. Like you hear his voice again, like after out of time, he says, you hear like Jim Carrey's voice come in at the very end of the song and say, oh, like, and making it sound like, hey, like you're still listening to a radio broadcast. Then you get those random songs, the random ends of the songs where they do the little bumper with the jingle, the Don FM jingle. Don you know what I'm saying? FM. Like, yeah, exactly. So like it, so it still gives you that feeling of, hey, I'm listening to a radio broadcast on the way to my death. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's, it hits the whole time. And it's not just a concept they just give you and then just don't really do anything with it afterwards. So that's basically why I think, you know, Don FM's probably going to be one of the best. It's one of the better albums of the year already in 2022 just yeah. started. I think it's it's definitely um, going to be definitely up there. Yeah, um, I agree. And so with the so the second part with the songs flowing together. Right. I, I love an experience where I can just like sit down and then f- and then finish an album without really realizing I finished it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. I, if a song that as the song's ending, either the song changes or like even slightly to where it builds up right into the next one. I think that's just like really cool for like a listening experience, especially the first time through when you're listening to it, like you just kind of, it just flows right to the next one, flows to the next one, to the next one. So I think it's great how he did that. So <clears throat> yeah, that's my, that's like, what I love about the album yeah. so much. And then I know you mentioned Out of Time. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God, bro. That's such a good song. I, I, I think it's my favorite off the album. And that's hard so because catchy. there's a lot of fucking good songs on this album. But Out of yeah. Time is just so fucking catchy. And, then, yeah, we were talking about, like, the Daft Punkness and the synth. But, like, Out of Time is more, instead of 2001 Daft Punk... With Discovery, it's more 2013 Daft Punk with with uh, random access memories. Yes. It, it's a little more okay. funky with the with the the instruments and the bass, and it, it's mm-hmm. not, it's a little more like jumpy. Like, yeah, you can kind of sway back and forth to it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I I can't not talk about the sample choice. I've, I think I'm a big proponent proponent in saying that sampled choice in a song like a producer's ability to choose a sample or an artist's uh, ability to choose a sample is so 
it's a skill. Yeah. It's a skill for real. Like choosing the right sample for the right tone, the right uh, kind of subject matter is so, is so important. So to use, I'm a, you know me, like I'm a, a huge Japanese city pop fan. Like I love yeah. 80s. I love, I love the, like specifically like the 80s Japanese city, uh, city pop. Like I know obviously you have the, fl- like the flagship songs that everybody from anime TikTok knows, but like, I love like the deeper cuts of those two. Like some of those are, I have some, some of my favorite songs on most of my playlists are Japanese city punk songs. So to hear he, the, he used one of them, like obviously the song he used, I can't remember the actual name of it. Or the name of the artist that did it, but the song is Midnight Pretenders. And the 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 artist is Tetsuro Oda. I'm looking Tetsuro at Oda. Okay, so so that song is not necessarily on any streaming. Yeah, I just remember one. I remember one day like, I usually usually when I get in my apartment, I usually listen to like Japanese city pop like on YouTube. Like just if I'm like cleaning the house, if I'm cleaning my apartment or I'm just doing laundry, whatever, I'll like put that kind of stuff on. And that song popped up one time. And I remember I was like, oh, this song is phenomenal. So I listened to, like, you know, I, I would rewind it back to that timestamp. So I would listen to it. And I remember hearing that beginning part. And I was like, oh, my God. No, he didn't. The, the, <laughs> the, the jingle. the Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, man, I was so, I was so hyped because I just love, I don't know, something about me. I don't know about if you too, but if I hear a sample that I know, oh, and like, and, and, and artists use it. I just, if I hear like a song that I know and, and the sample is used already, I just, I get super hyped. I love, cool. I love that. But what I love even more is, and this has happened so many times when I hear, when I hear the sample after knowing a song. So like, I remember, I'll never yeah. forget like, you know, power by Kanye West. It's, mm-hmm. it's sampled by a, by like an old rock song. Or no, like it's yeah. it samples an old rock song, and mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting at at some like sports bar here in Miami, and I and I hear the the twenty first century like that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm the only one that's like, oh oh my god, Kanye used this in a song, and they're like, my friends, are yeah, like, huh? my friends who aren't into music like that, they're like, what what do you mean? And I show them like this and that. I love, and that's happened to me. I don't know how many times. I'm in like. A fucking store and i'm like oh my god fuck it someone use this and i love right. love love finding that it's so cool right like i remember when what's your name dropped right and they used like the houston the like, h-town sample h-town sample what's funny is i remember like visiting a certain family member and i remember like they were having some radio station playing and that song came on and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. It was, it was, it was like a crazy, like full circle moment. So yeah, like sample choice is so important. And for me and you, people that just enjoy music in general, like hearing a, hearing a sample being used that you already know the song to, or just hearing the, the, the sampled song and then hearing the original back. Like, I think I said, what did I say? Oh, for Japanese city pop in general, like, you know, Genevieve, I sent you that song by yeah. her. She has a song. I can't remember the name of her song, but it uh, it samples uh, Last Summer Whisper. And I and it, it's not even a, it's not even like a, she changed the sample around. It's literally just the beat yeah. to Last Summer Whisper. And she just added a little, she added like a kick or like a, like a hi-hat to it or some shit. I don't even know what she added to it, but. That's just super cool. So yeah, out of time. 
is just a phenomenal song. Uh, you get oh my favorite, my other favorite is um, I thought you wait is it I thought you were married? I, or heard, is it, I heard you're married. I heard you were married. Which was funny is when I first saw the track list and I saw that title, I was like, oh, this song's gonna be toxic as hell. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I thought it was gonna be straight toxic, but it's more wholesome it's, than anything. It's like, hey, it's like, hey, I can't fuck with you because you're, because you're married. But then Lil Wayne is it comes in with the toxicity, right? I was gonna, I great I verse too. I was like, great verse, great verse, phenomenal verse. Um, Lil Wayne, Twenty One Savage, and Anderson Pack. Okay, these three artists. If you put any three of them on a track for a feature. The song is going to be exponentially better. Yeah, they go they go with anything. Like you put Anderson, Anderson packs a cheat code, Lil Wayne's a cheat code, Twenty One Savage is beginning to get into that cheat code realm for features. Yeah. Um. So I think you know he's uh he Lil Wayne does a great job with his verse. Uh, Tyler the Creator has a pretty cool verse. Too short in my opinion, but yeah, it's um, a short does song. A pretty good job, but it it does. It does feel like a Tyler song on this whole album. Yeah, yeah. I, I when I saw the the preview, and it said featuring Jim Carrey, Lil Wayne, and Tyler the Creator, I was like, "What the fuck is this album gonna be?" <laughs> and Quincy Jones, by the way, too. Quincy Jones, dude. Uh, every angel is terrifying. That that little uh like thing, the guy speaking mm-hmm. in it is the director, one of the directors. Because they're brothers of Uncut Gems. Really? Yeah, because The Weeknd was in that the movie. The Weeknd's in it. Yeah, The Weeknd was in it. The Weeknd was in it. I remember that. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed that Quincy Jones wasn't like the main producer on the album. But you can definitely tell his influence yeah, on the album. For sure. Right? Yeah. And I remember I saw people talking about, I guess, Quincy Jones when it came to Live Life Fast from Roddy Rich, which is a very underwhelming album. And, uh, and Don FM, and because because Quincy Jones has an interlude on both of those, yeah. and the interlude for Don FM works right into I think does it come right after does it come it's right a- before Out of Time? It's after Sacrifice, right before Out of Time. Yeah, so like the way what he what he talks about in it with his family and like spending time with them and just not having enough time to spend with them, right, goes right into Out of Time. And it fits somewhat. Quincy, jo- Quincy Jones is, I think, interlude for Live Life Fast just doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Yeah. It'd be, it's, I just wish he... It's there. He would have been better off just having him produce it. Yeah, for sure. But that's what it is. But I... Yeah, I can't. Um, so, I mean, we kind of covered everything we have on the on the, uh, on the the list for today. Do yeah. you... You got, any, you got any music recommendations? Just um, recent stuff? Yeah, besides Don FM, listen to Don FM. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that I've been wanting to recommend for a few episodes, but we've just talked about so much music. Um, Pine Barrens by Jakey is a yes. is a phenomenal song. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, there's a YouTuber called Nakey Jakey, and he might be one of the best video game. Uh, not even video game. One of the best video essay YouTubers ever. He's mm-hmm. hilarious, but he's he does he doesn't shy away from like topics that like he wants to talk about. And you could tell something happened because like he made a few like dating videos 
and now Pine Barrens is like a love song. Mm-hmm. And so he he's not afraid to get sappy. And Pine Barrens is just like his productions on like ten with Pine Barrens. Yeah. And I'm super hyped for his his album. It comes out I think later this month or next month. And I'm really hyped for it. And my album recommendation is a little controversial. Oh God. Because I used to have uh, a personal beef with this artist, <laughs> but I've grown up, and okay. I and I can separate the artist from the art. Oh Lord! Because this artist really didn't do anything that bad. He's just kind of an asshole. Okay. Uh, it's Chomp Two by Russ. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. It's, Russ is just corny. So it, exactly, just... he's corny and he does some stupid shit sometimes. But he's been low key recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not that bad. And Trump Two is just—it's a good album. It's not bad. It's not bad. It has a lot of. It has a hell of features though, doesn't it? It's just him rapping with some of his favorite art, with some of his favorite rappers. Dude, that he, it, uh, admires. It has shit. It has features like, Papoose, Style P, Sci High, The Prince. Lloyd Banks. Like, I feel like yeah. I'm in high school again. <laughs> Honestly, it has some, like, some classic people on there. And he's, he's got, like, he's got West Side Gun, Joey Badass. Like, it's it's a good album. Yeah. So, I mean, I I gave it a listen a while back, and it's it's pretty good. I, I haven't came, come back to it in a while. I'll probably come back to it after this episode just to kind of give it another listen through. But it definitely, definitely is a good album. Um... I guess for me, I think, um, so one, okay, two, one that I wanted to, that I just found like two, three days ago, uh, Terrence Martin has an album called Drones that came out last year uh, in 2021. He has like features from Corday, Smino, James Fauntleroy, uh, James Fauntleroy on there. Yeah. Where's he been? I don't know. But he has some cool features on there. It's a very well put together album. Uh, the song with Aaron Ray and Smino it, this morning is probably my favorite song on there, just because I'm a Smino stan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but solid album, for real. And then I think what was the one I was gonna look at? Oh, so one one album that didn't make my end of the year list that was also very good uh, was Valentine by Snail Mail. Um, mm. It's more of an alternative uh, album that kind of, I guess, talks about relationships and yeah. love and stuff like that. And uh, Snail Mail is, she's this lead singer. I don't know if it's just her or it's a band, but she's a phenomenal singer. Yeah, she Snail Mail is real good. Her, she can, like, she constructs her, her songs very well. Um, and I think it's definitely an album with no skips. They kind of, it's only, it's only 10 tracks, only 30 minutes. Not, not that long of a listen. Uh, but each one has each song has a lot of substance to it, and uh, it's a really cool listen. So that's basically that's what I got for music recs. I'll definitely put those in the description, and I'll probably tweet about them when this episode goes live, so you can uh, so you can see them. Uh, so yeah, that's you know everything we got for, for today. today. Um, again, if you're new, following again, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, following and tuning in. Um, again, shout out to also shout again again Cam if you're listening. Shout out to you. You're super dope. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, try to follow us on every on everything and 
uh, share if you if you like this stuff so we can kind of reach more people. Um, obviously, obviously, it's something we're trying to do for fun, but, you know, yeah. if you guys share it enough and we can, you know, make some shake, then uh, that's all the more better. So, uh, you know, at Nost plus Ultra, N-O-S-T plus Ultra on Twitter. Uh, Nostalgia plus Ultra is the name. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on in, on Instagram at Nostalgia plus Ultra, all one word. Um, Zoe, you got uh, at Andre Alonzo 17 or Zony, Z-O-N-Y, PlayStation 5. Yeah. Uh, you know, give us a, give us a look. Shout us out on Twitter. If you, if you have any questions or you kind of want to interact with us, something that we may have said on this podcast that you don't agree with or you agree with that you thought was funny – whatever whatever just shoot us a shoot us a tweet we'd love to kind of interact with y'all so uh thanks again for listening my name's i've been nostalgia as told by zoe see you guys next time peace peace